You're listening to Skullcrack. My name's David Wolf. I'm Kieran Lyons. And I'm Alan Harrison. And uh, this is not your normal episode of Skullcrack. Uh, we won't be following our normal show format. And I understand that there could be plenty of non-regular listeners listening mm-hmm. to this particular episode. So I'm going to just kind of get out, get out in front of it and say that uh, this, this podcast is not in any way monetized. Yeah, we make nothing off this. No. <laughs> yes, exactly. For the love of magic. Exactly. And memes. And memes, yeah. Um, yeah, so we've no Patreon, we've no advertising partnerships no. or anything like that. Um, and the purpose of this week's podcast is to talk about my disqualification from the World Magic Cup. Very sad. Yes. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So I suppose this podcast, uh, yeah, it's, it's not a normal episode. And um, to anybody who has never listened before, welcome. Welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. yeah, so I know that a lot of people will be listening to this probably out of curiosity. Mm. Um, so that's that. So the plan for the episode is to kind of talk a little bit about the World Magic Cup, what happened from my point of view, mm-hmm. uh, what's happening going forward, and then you guys are going to kind of maybe act as the listener to maybe kind of jump in with questions. Sure. Wherever yeah, you think it's appropriate. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so is there anything that you want to say before we start, or um, just kind of jump in? Yeah, I think, I think there's very little we can say that can, that'll, that'll add to us. I say, I say you just tell a story from the start, from your perspective, sure. and then, uh, yeah, I should, that yeah. should be enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so the story is, uh, as we as anybody who regularly listens to the podcast knows, I went to the World Magic Cup, I was part of the Irish team, um, so we played, this was in Nice in France uh, last weekend, mm-hmm. last weekend now? No, I guess two, 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 weeks. two weekends ago now, yeah. um, and so I was there with the team, we were, I suppose that the, the round in question is round six, people mm-hmm. may have seen my disqualification notice on the mothership and on Reddit. And so we were in the unified standard portion mm-hmm. of the of the event, and we were we were going into round six. And at this point, we had three wins, and there was round six and seven still left to play. So with the win in either round, we're into day two. Yeah. So the way the format worked for anyone who doesn't know is, as soon as a team got four wins, they were through to day two, and they stopped playing day one. Yes. But essentially, the rest of your Games were treated as wins, yeah. and you just get in on X and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'd had two losses so far. So we basically had, we, we could avail of two winning in rounds. Yeah. So we were going into round six, and we I looked at the, at the pairings board. I was the designated pairings person, because mm-hmm. I'm the tallest. <laughs> and, um, Important, rule. Huh? Important rule. Yes. And so we, we got paired against Argentina. So we went to our table. Um, also, again, people might not know, is you have to assign which player is in which seat. So the seats are labelled A, B, C. So I was in seat A, McKaylee was in seat B, and Dave Murphy was in seat C. So we go sit down. Um, I, I, I'm not going to name my opponents or, That's fair. Yeah. or the judges in question, just because, I don't know, like... Some people might like rapidly defend me and get annoyed. Definitely don't do that. 
yeah, to be clear, we did, like uh, no matter how any of us feel about this, like there's no reason for any for this to like turn into a witch hunt or like no. a, or a mm. negative, uh, you know, in, interrogation of of anyone else involved. No, not in any way. No. Um, and yeah, so we kind of went to sit down for our matches. Uh, there was kind of a lot of laughing and joking. My opponent was like, "Oh, the first person to produce a." Uh, uh, a piece of memorabilia from the other team's country wins and then he pulled out so he had just been to Ireland <laughs> before the event and stuff like that so all very nice and calm and whatever so we sat down I was playing uh, Blue White Gift my opponent was playing Teamer and so I think I can just describe the game step by step yeah, because it yeah, actually yeah. happened very soon into the game yeah <clears throat> uh, so I don't remember exactly my opening hand but the way my hand worked out was that on turn one I had a minister of increase you were on the draw I believe I was on the draw yes yeah. I was on the draw on turn, on turn, so on turn one I believe my opponent had an attune yeah my opponent had an attune and on my turn one I had a minister of increase and then my opponent's turn two he played a long toss cup my turn two, I played Search for Ascanta, and then I passed back to my opponent. Mm -hmm. And then his turn three, he attacked me, put a counter on the cub, I didn't block. So he hit me for three, got two more energy, and then he played a Rogue Refiner, I want to say. So I he had... I think so. I think, I think, think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's right. Um, yeah. And so then it came back to me, and I did the little kind of... Well, you milled yourself as well. Well, no, right so now. what happened okay. was, yeah, yeah. sorry, at the end of his turn, so I did this this trick, which, if you haven't played the deck before, uh, it's possible that you don't know, is that if you have Minister turn 1 into Search for Ascanta turn 2, you can always flip the Ascanta on turn 3. Yeah. So basically, at the end of your opponent's turn, you mill yourself for 3, you go to your upkeep, in response to the Ascanta trigger, you mill yourself for 3 again, okay. yeah. and then you look at the card from the Ascanta, you bin it, well, no matter what it is, and then you flip unless it. you really yeah. can't. And then it gets flipped. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So that's what happened. Uh, so it was my turn three. I had tapped Minister of Increase. I had seven cards in my graveyard. And I had a transformed as Kanta. Um, and yeah, I had like cards in my hand as well. Sure. And I had one tap land in my hand. I had an irrigated farmland. Uh, and I believe I had... So I had... I think my hand was something like two charter course... A God Pharaoh's Gift, the Irrigated Farmland was still in my hand, and Refurbish. I think that was my hand. Mm. Maybe a cast out. I don't remember exactly when I had, when I drew the cast out. But anyway, I took a picture on my board so that I remember exactly oh, yeah, what okay. my board was. Um, so I have that just in case sure. I need to refer to it. Um, so yeah, that was, my, that was my board and my hand and my graveyard. And then at some point, so I, then I decided, okay, I'm going to play. So I, I, did, I didn't have a Godfarer's Gift in my graveyard. I did have a Refurbish in my hand. And I have a Tap Land in my hand. So I'm like, okay, I can't do the thing this turn. So I'm going to use Charter Course to discard the Godfarer's Gift that's in my hand. And hopefully set up for next turn. And I had a Sacred Cat in my graveyard uh, from one of the mills. Yeah. So I played the Charter Course, tapping my Island and the Escanta. I drew, I believe my draw of the Charter Course was God Pharaoh's Gift and Angel of Invention. And then I basically just brain fired it and was like, oh yeah, there's my combo, put them both in the graveyard. Then I played my Irrigated Farmland and I said pass. 
Yeah, so try to course is draw two, discard one, unless you've attacked with a creature with this turn, in which case it's just a draw two. Draw two, no discard. Yeah. So you discarded two cards instead of one card. Mm-hmm. Which, in most cases, for most people who are using, like, Charter Course in a, like, just kind of a, a fair deck, shall we say, yeah, uh, would be a disadvantage. Yeah. You've actually done yourself out of card there. Yeah. Uh, but in this deck, it's built around getting stuff into the graveyard, so there's actually an advantage to discarding extra cards if it's a relevant card. Yeah. So in this case, it was the Gift and the Angel. So... Obviously, I'm not arguing that it's good to have those both in the graveyard together. That's the point of the deck. That's why it exists. Mm. That's what it does. Yeah. Uh, so, at this point, my opponent, as I said, passed. Basically, my opponent pointed at the card. And I don't remember exactly my words at this moment. Because, obviously, as you can imagine, there's a lot of kind of blurriness in my memory. Yeah. And this was a very stressful, like, 10, 15 yeah. minutes. Yeah. So... I don't remember everything that happened. It's weird. It's like there's some things that are like super clear to me and then other things that are really blurry that I can't remember exactly. But anyway. So then my opponent basically like pointed at the chart, of course. And the second that he did that, I went, oh my God, I've discarded two. Yeah. And the worst possible looking two that yeah. you could discard. Yeah. So at that moment, he, I was like, oh God. And he picked it up and read it. And he was like, you're just supposed to discard one. And I was like, yeah, I've done it wrong. Yeah. And he was like, I'm going to call the judge. And I said, yes. Yeah. Because I agree. That's what mm. you do. You call the judge when you when the game is broken, uh, when someone's done something wrong. So he called the judge. The floor judge came <clears throat> over. Uh, the floor ju- To my memory, the floor judge had a look at the game state, asked us both to explain what was happening, uh, asked me to walk away a little bit with him, mm-hmm. just to not reveal strategy, I believe. I'm not sure if that's the normal thing. Uh, and I just explained exactly what happened. I accidentally discarded two off the charter course instead of one. So the floor judge brought us back to the table. Uh, he sat me down and he said, okay, so you should have only discarded one. You're going to get a, a warning. Mm-hmm. And well, actually, I don't remember if he said you're going to get a warning. He said, uh, choose one of the cards to put back in your hand. So I said, okay, I picked up the angel, put it back in my hand. And then uh, he allowed play to continue. So we got another full... Uh, we got through my opponent's turn, but well, we got through a full turn cycle. Mm-hmm. So yeah, at that point, went back to my opponent. My opponent uh, <laughs> played an attune with ether, and then attacked me for seven. So he put one counter on the Lantos Cup, and attacked with the Rogafiner. I had no blockers. I had a single. I, I had just a, a glacial fortress untapped. Yeah. Um. So he attacked me with both of them. I took seven. I went down to ten. And then he just played a land and passed. Mm-hmm. And then, I, at this point, I didn't know that the game was going to be stopped again or anything else would happen. So I assumed, naturally, that he's holding up a braid. He passed back to me. So on my turn, I draw. I draw another cast out. So now my hand is like, cast out, cast out, refurbish, angel of invention, chart of course. Yeah. So I decide, so I fan out my hand, have a look at it, think for a moment, uh, and then say pass. So I, I thought about cycling one of the castouts to try and get an untapped land, but then that leaves me in quite a bad position mm-hmm. if I don't find an untapped land to cast the other castout. Yeah. So I just said, I'll just pass. So basically my plan for that next turn was to cast out the long tusk up when he attacks. Yeah. yeah. And just take three and maybe chump with the Minister of Increase on the mm-hmm. Rogafiner or something like that if, mm-hmm. all, if, if things go badly. Uh, and then the game was stopped again. And the head judge came over and separated us both, took statements from myself and my opponent, 
I was really nervous at this point because I was like, why have we been stopped again? Mm. So the judge started talking to me and then after a while, I kind of got what he was intimating. He was like, why would you discard this too? These two cards look very suspicious. Um, and I basically just, I didn't really know what to say. I'm not experienced, too experienced in talking to judges. I've never... Uh, gotten like I've gotten warnings of course but I've never gotten a game loss or yeah to be clear your experience at large tournaments is you've been to one Grand Prix before the Royal Magic Cup yeah I've been to one one Grand Prix in my life yeah and Nationals yeah, yeah. and so uh, the Magic World Cup is run at professional rules yeah. enforcement level which I've never played at before yeah because yeah. professional is only Pro Tour World Magic Cup World Championship and Day 2 of Grand Prix which I've never made the Day 2 of a Grand Prix yeah. before yeah so I've played it only competitive before. But, I mean, competitive and professional is pretty similar. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I was never... I've, I'd never been in, a, like, an investigation situation in, on, the, on the floor in the tournament before, basically. So I basically just got extremely nervous. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mouth was super dry. I couldn't uh, speak to the judge. I was like, I'm not really sure what you want me to say. Uh, I discarded two by accident. I can't really say more than that. Yeah. And he was like, you have to realize that it looks very suspicious, these two particular cards... Um, your opponent is attacking you. Uh, you you could lose the game if you don't do this and whatever. And I was like, no, I wouldn't do that. I basically just kept repeating that I wouldn't do that. And eventually, the judge was like, you wouldn't do what? And so he kind of made me be the first person to say cheat. Yeah, okay, I said yeah. I would never cheat in a game. Yeah. Um, and that's that's just what I said. I just kept kind of kept repeating that. Um, there's nothing else that I really could say. Uh, obviously, he he took my hand away from me as well mm. and uh, had a look through it. And he said, you, look, you realize it looks very convenient that these are the two cards that you discard when you have this in your hand. And he showed me the refurbished. And I was like, yes, I know that. But, you know, yeah. it was still a mistake. Yeah. Um, and then basically the, he said, uh, and also at this point, obviously the lads, the other two lads were getting kind of distracted in their matches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I had no idea what was going on in their matches, but they were kind of, kind of shouting over it. Not shouting, they were calling over to see if they could speak to the judge as well, but mm-hmm. they were told, no, continue playing your matches. It was between us, which is fair enough. Yeah. Um, and uh, he was like, you know, the judge also said, why did you discard two? And I was like, I don't know. I just automatically discarded two. I saw the two cards in my hand that I want to discard. So I'm like, yeah, these are my two cards in the graveyard. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Dave, on the other end of the table, kind of shouted over, like, he has champion of wits in his deck. And to be honest, I wasn't even thinking of champion, champion yeah. of wits. Like, I know a lot of people are saying, oh, it's very easy to confuse champion of wits and Charter Course. And I agree that it is. But, like, I wasn't actively thinking that I cast the card champion of wits. No, yeah. no. However, there is muscle memory of draw two, discard two. Yeah, especially um, on turn three. Especially on turn three, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so when, when Dave kind of called over with that, with that point, the judge said to me, well, I was like, well, yeah, that is a good point. And then the judge said to me, but how much is Charter Course? And I was like, two mana. And he said, how much did you tap? I said, two mana. Yeah. And he said, and how much is Champion Wits? And I said, three mana. Yeah. And he was like, well. I was like, well, it's kind of not relevant, but okay. Yeah, yeah I don't really see how that's relevant. <laughs> I mean, if you made a mistake, you made a mistake. There's, there's, there's never going to be like a logical way that the mistake makes sense because it's a mistake it, you know yeah, yeah it doesn't like, make sense exactly, yeah. by definition yeah yeah but then like using that logic you could say oh then you, you paid you paid, you you paid, paid two mana and he didn't put it on the battlefield because you thought it was a creature like you're not gonna, i actually did like not, usually when i'm resolving my mm. spells i put them on the battlefield and then yeah. i move them to the graveyard i did it i did that yeah yeah anyway um 
Yeah, so that was it. And then basically the judge said, um, you know, because of this, I think that you were using this, uh, I think that you intentionally discarded this card, extra card to gain an advantage in a game that you weren't going to win. And uh, because of that, I can't allow you to continue in the tournament. Holy so shit. obviously I was extremely upset at that and I just picked up all my cards and they brought me over to a place where I can write a statement and the judge also writes a statement, etc. So that's what happened. Um, I spent a while writing my statement, I don't know how long that was. Uh, and then the judge, I, I gave in my statement and then I saw McKaylee handing in the, the match slip. Mm-hmm. So I looked over and I was like, well, if McKaylee's handing it in, that means they won. Yeah. So I was really happy yeah, yeah. about that for, for just a second because I, obviously I felt really bad to um, to let the guys down at that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it turned out later that they were both actually one de- one one mat- one game down in both of their matches. Wow. And they just kind of got invigorated when I got disqualified, <laughs> I think. And uh, absolutely that's, destroyed the yeah, opponents. That's incredible. God. And as I was leaving the table, I obviously, I apologised to the guys and also to my to my opponent and his teammates. I was yeah. like, sorry guys, I, I, I said to the team, I was yeah. not trying to cheat, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that was it then, basically. Uh, so then the guys got through. I obviously didn't get anything, uh, but they each got $1,000 prize money, and the, at least, and the chance to play in day two. And then we went home, and uh, we went back to the apartment, and the announcement went up on the website. And at this point, I read the announcement, and it said that the God Pharaoh's gift and the angel that I tried to discard... Were the that the angel was the only creature in my graveyard. I was like, hold on, that's wrong. Yeah. Have I just been disqualified based on wrong information? Yeah. Did mm-hmm. the judge not see There's that I also had a cat. sacred cat in my graveyard? And so uh, I managed to, like, I was advised by some people that to try and contact the judge as possible, like that night, yeah. if possible. But the venue was closed. But anyway, I managed to get in contact with the judge, and I explained. Um, that confusion and but he came back to me and said actually I knew that the sacred cat was in your graveyard and I was I thought it was suspicious that you didn't embalm it with your one open mana and I was like okay fair enough well, well I mean that's not really how the deck works so well I mean you do it is fine to embalm it but yeah. at that point I thought that I had discarded my combo and I didn't care about another like yeah, yeah. That, yeah. But, I, I but was if, fast I was just like yeah if, done. but if you had played that card correctly and only discarded God Pharaoh's gift there's no way you would have wanted to yeah but that's not what I was thinking at that moment sure but I I mean but I mean his reasoning of I thought you would embalm the sacred cat with the open mana yeah also like Mm. isn't great yeah like that uh, I don't know to me like obviously the judges don't need to need to know how to play the decks extremely well to do their job Mm. but to me like the obvious line having seen the deck played is that like when you have access to get a gift into play you're gonna. You're not. You're not gonna embalm a sacred cat. You're gonna eternalize it with the with the gift. If you can, yeah. 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 Well, yeah, you also anyway. have, yeah. And you also have cast out your hand at this point. So you. I did have cast out your hand. So, so like potentially cycle. Happens. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And also, once the once the angel was back in my hand, it might actually be better to have the angel in my hand if I could get draw another untapped land. But anyway, that's that's irrelevant basically to the mm. to the decision. So basically, I I got that information. I was like, 
oh, okay, the judge knew about it, so why was the thing wrong? Yeah. And I just said, okay, well, I'll be into the venue tomorrow to make sure that that's corrected and mm-hmm. amend my statement to make sure that the correct information is in my statement. Yeah. It also, in the statement, said that I, I'd be dead on turn five, which I don't think was ever happening. No, yeah. I mean, so your opponent had a long toast cub and a rogue ref- refiner on the board. Yeah. Uh, he had a 3-3 three, three long toast cub with two energy going into his turn four. Yeah. Uh, you had a tapped minister, so you can't block that turn. But the turn after that, you can chump block with the minister if you need to. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if you only discard one card, then the next turn you can bring back a sacred cat if you, if you refurbish the gift. Mm-hmm. Or if you draw an untapped land, you can hard cast Angel of Invention. Because remember, you have the extra land off Search for Azkant. Yeah. 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 And you have a cast out yeah. uh, at 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 this point after you draw two from your charter course you certainly had a char- uh, had a cast out in your hand yeah so there's a, there's no way you were dead in two turns basically. no I don't yeah, think no. so no and like like again this is, this is the point where you know like the judge doesn't have to be an expert in, in the deck to play it but he saw your hand and he saw the board state like it it's, doesn't seem reasonable to me because like any of your plays basically stop you dying on turn five unless you refurbish the gift and it immediately gets abraded that's mm-hmm. basically the only way you can die yeah. yeah and even then you can probably still jump block with the minister and live for one turn, turn yeah. Yeah. yeah which is enough to then do something else or like cast out yeah. or draw something yeah i have another charter course in my hand yeah. yeah and at that point you could embalm the sacred cat as another jump blocker as yeah. well yeah mm-hmm. so that just it just does doesn't seem reasonable at all and one, one thing I want to note as well is that they amended the statement on the website. They didn't put a note saying they had amended the statement in the article. They, they did. Did they? They did. Okay, yeah. all right. There's, well, that's my yeah. bad. So, well, so basically what happened, the, the next day we went early to the venue. Obviously the guys were going in to play. And I ended up speaking to the judges. And they apologized for getting the statement wrong on the website. And even though I said about the, I'm also not dead by turn five, hmm. they only amended the thing about the creature in my graveyard okay and they did put up a note that said editors note this article has been amended to reflect the the (coughs) contents of the player's graveyard but like at that point the damage is basically done to my reputation do you know what i mean it looks worse than it is if i have no other creatures in the graveyard Mm -hmm. and it looks like i'm desperate to win the game and i need to cheat basically I'm just, I think that, and that was yeah. rationale that the, the, the judge had used to, you know... I think so, yeah. That, that is like, the, only way, the only way you're back in this game is if you cheat, the, which we listed, we listed this as like five different ways why that's not the case. Yeah, yeah. Like so this is what I'm confused about because the, the, the judge said to you that he knew the Sacred Cat was in your graveyard. So mm-hmm. how did this end up in the statement of disqualification? And, but the, the thing is, the Sacred Cat was never mentioned to me throughout the whole investigation. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously I understand that judges can only say certain things. Yeah. They don't want to alert you like if the investigation concludes and whatever, they don't want to alert you to strategic things that you may have missed. Right. Yeah, exactly. So if I forgot that the cat is in my graveyard, he doesn't want to remind me and then the game ends up going on and I'm like, Oh, the judge reminded me that I have a second cat in my graveyard. Great, I've got yeah, an advantage yeah, now yeah. because the judge reminded me. So I do understand on that level that he didn't say it to me on the day, but then how that information made it to print shall we say hmm. uh, is annoying and so obviously there, there was a lot of comments on reddit now there were plenty of people who defended me and said that's a completely understandable mis- mistake i actually saw several comments from people who had done exactly the same mistake mm-hmm. but because they called the judge on themselves yeah 
they yeah. didn't get away with or they didn't get away with it. They didn't uh, <laughs> they didn't get any repercussions. They got a warning or something. Yeah, they got a warning, yeah. And which is what would have happened if I if I caught it half a second before my opponent did and I was the person to put my hand up and say judge, this wouldn't have happened. That's crazy, yeah. And it seems like you're so close to even just realizing yourself that your opponent I was, yeah. He pointed at it and I realized. And boom, you had it. He yeah. didn't even say anything. He just yeah. pointed at the card in my graveyard and I was like, Oh god. Yeah. yeah. Um but then, then your opponent could say, you know, it was suspicious that you immediately called a judge on yourself once you pointed at the card or something. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, like exactly. maybe, maybe at that point, you're screwed. You know? Yeah, I sure. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's uh, and but but yeah. So some some people said that they had done that uh, mistake at at PPTQs and things mm-hmm. like that. They made the exact same mistake. So I can definitely sympathize with those people. Um, yeah, and it is so. It is important to point out this is a pro. Oriel event and thousands of dollars as you said are on the line yeah. for the results of matches so the judges have to be very strict in their job yeah. but this and they have to protect the integrity of the tournament exactly yeah, that's absolutely important. fair sure. yeah and like I like I think this was a harsh call but I fully understand that if that's what the judge thought at the time then they have to go at it like that's the, that's the only way the system mm-hmm. can work I agree essentially mm-hmm. uh, I, I do think it was extremely, extremely yeah, harsh Jesus. though yeah, it's so, just it, it it's really hurtful to not be given the benefit of the doubt, to be yeah. looked at in your face and said and be told that they, someone thinks you're cheating. That's really really hurtful, and I was really really upset for the rest of the day. Yeah, yeah. well, like I think so. This, just to continue that, this is a pro Oriel event, but it's easily the 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 pro Oriel event that has the most Few. new players. Like it, yeah, it'll and the have fewest actual pros. Yeah, the fewest mm-hmm. pros and the most people like yourself who will be playing their first pro event. Mm-hmm. And in your case, like even their you know, within their first five events that have more than, you know, fifty players in yeah. a tournament or mm-hmm. something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So like I think that's just something to keep in mind. Like obviously you could, like if it's pro or Oriel, it's pro Oriel. They can't really have a sliding scale in that. But I do feel like because there was another disqualification in round nine. Yes. And um, that I feel like we should mention. Yeah. And I think it's not entirely coincidence that that player was also from a small country and had also only played in one GP in his life. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he was basically exactly me. Yeah. That's except crazy. from Serbia or whatever he was mm. from. Yeah. So now that disqualification was because uh, during a judge call, uh, he changed his story. Basically. Yeah. So basically he was disqualified for lying to a judge. Yeah, so yeah. he uh, his, he posted about it on Reddit and he said basically that he got nervous and um uh, and and did change his story. You know, he said like it was the heat of the moment. It was he wasn't again, he wasn't trying to cheat. Uh but he was just trying to he 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 felt the pressure of being questioned exactly. and he wanted to conclude the judge call. Mm. He was the one who called the judge. Yeah. And he wanted to conclude the judge call as fast as possible because he had the game won. Yeah. Yeah. So I can absolutely sympathize with him, and I felt that pressure as well. I had no idea what the judge wanted me to say. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to figure out what he wanted me to say. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't think is what you should be doing. No, and and you so, should just be able to say what happened. <laughs> yeah. So so Dave Murphy, who who's on your team, uh, said afterwards he's talked about this as well on the Card Hoarder podcast. If anyone wants to listen to his perspective on events, yeah. But he said afterwards that basically he thinks that you got DQ'd because you you hadn't been in this situation before mm. and you didn't know how to talk to a head judge mm-hmm. during during a call like this. I mean, to be honest, I think uh, Dave's great and Dave gave me a lot yeah. of support and he was really riled up about this. He was probably more angry about it than I was. 
I was yeah. more upset and disappointed, yeah. and he was more angry. Yeah, and because I think we could have done really well, and um, he. Uh, to be fair to Dave, I think that even if I like knew how to talk to the judge or whatever, I think there, you know, there's still obviously a chance that I could have got. Oh, this well. for sure, yeah, absolutely. Because absolutely. like, yeah, yeah. It, the way I was rationalizing it in my head afterwards was basically like, was that judge at least fifty one percent sure that I wasn't cheating? And obviously, the answer to that question. Obviously, is the answer no. is no. Yeah. Was he seventy five? Was he one hundred percent sure that I was cheating? I don't think so. I don't think it's possible. Yeah. Was he 75%? Maybe. Was he 55%? Maybe. Yeah. But if he's more than 50%, he has to make the call, I think. I'm not, I'm not really sure what rationale is, is used there. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, or just, do they even think that way? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, exactly. is it, I'm not sure. Is it beyond reasonable doubt or is it? Yeah. yeah. But I just wanted to point out that there was another disqualification from, uh, that went to an inexperienced player in the tournament. And even though this is pro Oriel and has to be judged that way, there are like a number of players at the WMC every year in this situation who are going to make more mistakes like this in in the course of mm-hmm. judge calls and who are going to make more mistakes in their gameplay than at the average Pro Royale tournament. Yeah. And again, I saw a lot of comments on Reddit because I love punishing myself. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I was going to tell you not to read <laughs> yeah. the thread, but I knew there was no point. Yeah, so. yeah. I obviously, <laughs> updating it every five minutes. Yeah, so uh, yeah. I mean, that's just human nature. Yeah, Everyone's going to do it, yeah. you know. But uh, I saw a lot of comments that were like, uh, obviously it was intentional, he's a pro, lol. I mean, yeah, it's, it's like people yeah. just don't even understand the reality of the situation. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, and I, I think it's I've never top edited a PPTQ. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, this is ridiculous. Yeah, and I, and I think it's it's yeah, because I think it's it's people. It's kind of it's like it's like they're, they're kind of like kind of this double top where they're like, oh um, uh, oh yeah, you know, you play a professional Oriel that happens. You know, you just got to deal with it. Yeah. At the same time, oh, you're playing a professional Oriel, this shouldn't happen in the first place because you yeah. know, got to know your cards. It's like yeah. it's it's how, how how can you have both? Like it's. I think I think an important point to make is uh, correct me if I'm wrong in saying this. So you were so the decision was solely based on the context of the game, what was happening in the game, your position in the game, and the cards that you discarded. I believe it was mostly the cards yeah. that I discarded. Yeah. The fact that and I'm not going to argue with the fact that having the angel in the graveyard obviously is a huge advantage, mm. no matter what else might be in the graveyard yeah. to help you. Yeah, because yeah, because yeah, yeah, that's, point, that's yeah. the engine of the deck. Yeah, because yeah. the point I was going to make then is that there's a lot of people who've seen don't that and uh, and people are just. From people I've speak to in the community or people online, random people online, have said, have said stuff like, oh yeah, well this seems like a perfectly reasonable mistake to make. Mm-hmm. Uh, he obviously lied to the judge or changed his story or, or tried to hide the truth where that's not the case. Yeah. That you, you told the truth to the judge. Yeah, well, at the end of the day, I am the only person who knows the truth of the situation. Yeah. yeah. Because it was literally just a mistake of dropping an extra card in there because I brain farted. So I'm the only person in the world who knows if I'm lying or not. Yeah. So on some level, I've at least come to terms with it a little bit because I know that I didn't do anything wrong, yeah. apart from making make a stupid mistake yeah. with my card. So I do feel a little bit better now about it. Yeah. Um, for everybody else in the world, there is no objective truth to the situation, but for me there is. So that's mm-hmm. kind of okay. Yeah, that's very good. I understand that, yeah. Um, also, comments on Reddit again. Another, a few people were under the misconception that uh, I, so I, I discarded the cards, uh, played a land and passed, and then my opponent got through his turn, and then it went to my turn, and I actually refurbished and got the angel back. No, mm. no, I mean it's clear. a lot of people were under that impression where they were like, oh, maybe he made a mistake and then didn't point out his mistake, which is cheating. That is cheating. Yeah. Yeah. But I did not do that either. 
No. The mistake was caught immediately. Immediately. Yeah. The game yeah, did yeah. not progress beyond the mistake until it was corrected. Apart from you playing a land drop. Yeah, apart it. from playing yeah, a land yeah. and saying pass, yes, yeah. of course, which is progression, but yeah. not very, know, yeah, not very yeah, meaningful. Yeah, just to be clear. Yes, yeah. yeah, just to be completely clear. So that, you know, the game, the, the mistake was caught almost instantly yeah. after it was made. So yeah. uh, I was not like cheating by concealing a mistake yeah, yeah. or anything like that either. No, God. Um, so yeah, that was my experience of the of the process, and then obviously I went back. I amended my statement on day two, with, you know, to make sure that they they know the contents of my grave. And I also put in my statement that I I did not in, in any way believe that I was dead by turn five. Yeah, which was also in their statement. Um, and that was it, really. Another thing that I kind of thought about in retrospect, and which I discussed with you guys, was the idea that I actually I had the judge also asked me how many games I played with the deck. So I had to like off the top of my head be like, I'm I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because yeah. like uh, I, I played what like five leagues on Magic Online I think mm. with it leading up to the mm. to the World Magic Cup and then obviously the games I played that day and like a few real life games of practice. Most of my practice was on online, and um, so I had to like calculate. I was like, what's what's five by five, <laughs> yeah. and then by two, and I just I was just like I don't know maybe forty fifty. Yeah. And so he was like, "Well, I can't really believe that you've you've resolved this card the wrong way with that many games of practice or whatever." Yeah, well, Which I think magic is online. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Dave Dave was saying this to me afterwards. Oh, yeah, he was sure. like, "I have tried to click a second card with Charter Course so many times." Yeah. Um. And I have as well, not loads yeah. of times, but a couple of times I have tried. And um, another thing is that uh, I played the gift deck last season. Which did not have the card chart. Chart of course didn't exist. Yeah. Mm. So the only discard effects were like uh, champion wits and tormenting voice. Yeah. Both yeah. of which are discard two effects. Yeah. So. Yeah. There's some muscle memory there as well. Yeah. Um. But I, you know, I obviously didn't think of that in the moment. It was only later on when I was like, oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, like, who knows why in that moment your brain made that mistake? Like, yeah. it could be any. Well, any I mean, one of these I, reasons for me. It, in my experience of making the mistake, it was these. This is my combo here in my hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, you get it goes in the for a second. Hooray! Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I feel good about this game now. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, also, also, there's also the fatigue of playing whatever five rounds before. Yeah, I've played a lot. Yeah, and then uh, going the pressure of winning in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, the 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 team went on to play the next day. They played against USA. That really upset me as well because. Yeah. In my seat, I would have played against Reed Duke, who was basically like my actual hero in this game. Yeah. And it would have been a mirror match. And I also have a really strong feeling that it could have been a, a feature match. Because mm. people mm. love Ireland, and obviously people love the USA, and they have pro yeah. players on the team. Yeah. So that would have been amazing, but I didn't get to play that. Uh, and the lads lost that. And then they played against Guatemala, and then they lost that, and they were out. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, at least they made top turn two. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Right on there with Rich's predictions. Yeah, it really is. No, not exactly the way you predicted it to go down, but yeah, yeah. But basically, the the weekend for me was just like what was supposed to be one of the best weekends of my life turned into one of the worst. That's exactly what. And I it said. went. It went yeah. from like you know, literally, literally ten minutes before the DQ, I was like laughing and chatting with Jerry Thompson. Yeah, God. And like a couple of hours before, I was like chatting with Riley Knight and tweeting out pictures, and yeah. he was slagging slagging us about North and South. Northern and Southern Ireland, and I was well, like, we'll have to talk about that off mic. Yeah, <laughs> right very controversial in the current political climate. Yeah, 
And I was like, are you from New Zealand or Australia? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, like, to go from such a high to such a low in such a short amount of time was really crushing. And so, there, you know, we have to apologize for the fact that we didn't have a podcast last week, but I really just wasn't up to it. I was really thinking about what's my future in this game? Do I even want to play this game anymore after being so mercilessly punished for such a stupid mistake? Um, but after a bit of thinking about it, and, you know, with my thought of, you know, I'm the person who knows the truth about that situation. Mm-hmm. And I know that I have nothing to be ashamed of. Um, I, I think that hiding away makes it worse. And that if I just, like, don't play events until the result of my investigation comes back, everyone, like, the, the, further, the longer I'm gone, the more people are going to be like, oh, yeah, well, didn't he cheat in the thing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas Maybe. if people see me... I mean, honestly, Wolf, like, I, I don't think you should be concerned about that either way. Like, I posted yeah. this on Facebook, and, like, and a lot of people did as well. You, you had, like, pretty much unanimous support when you, when you posted your statement on Facebook about this. Mm. But, like, I don't really believe that anyone who knows you in the Irish community would think that you cheated. Mm. Like, yeah. and, I th- and I think that the comments on, on Facebook showed that. We've gotten, like, other support, like, via email to the show. It's one of, one of the first times we've gotten multiple yeah. emails from, from, <laughs> yeah. from people from we don't even know. Thank you for those emails. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, thanks so much to the people who emailed in, and I got a Facebook message as well. And it just, it really meant a lot because it was a really hard time. And to have people who actually listen to this show and enjoy it, uh, to, to write in messages of support, like, even... Even from just listening to the show, they don't personally know me. Just from listening yeah. to the show, yeah. they can see how much I love this game and how much I would never do this. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was the most heartbreaking moment when yeah. when I saw the message about it. Yeah, when, when it happened, um, I couldn't believe it. Like I was talking to Al about it. Like I started tearing up in the office. Um, yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> it was just awful, like, because, yeah. like, yeah. you're, like, honestly, Wolf, you're one of the reasons why I play Magic. Like, when I started playing in the shop, like, you're one of the best people to, like, be introduced to early on when you start playing events. Like, I, t- I think that's probably true for a lot of people yeah. in the Dublin scene, so. Means a lot. Thanks. Yeah. Anyway, that's kind of... I think that's kind of our episode today, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. There's not really much more to say. No, so the investigation is still ongoing. Yeah, I, do, I, have, yeah. I got like a, a printout <laughs> of yeah. like, uh, what, what, happens, what happens now? And it was like, um, you know, it, it's like a council, it, it sounds, it actually does sound very kind of mystical. It's like a council <laughs> yeah. of judges from around the world uh, will, you know, th- so they independently look at everything. They look at my statement, they look at the, head judge's statement I'm not sure if my opponent made a statement or not mm. um, like a written statement and I'm not sure if they reach out to the communities of the people or they look into your history or whatever but if they look into my history it's fine because yeah, I have exactly. no nothing there yeah. um, I don't know if maybe they'll investigate this podcast I don't know if they look at your character or they just look at hard, cold hard facts. But like, basically, it's going to take eight to ten weeks, and they'll come back to me. And the three potential outcomes are no action. Yeah, I'm not really sure what happens if there's no action. If they actually say to me, "Sorry, we think it was, we think it yeah. was uh, unjustified," or I'm not sure if they say that, or they just go, "No, it's fine." I or kind they, of, I kind of doubt their. Does any kind of apology or anything like that? Yeah, just probably just to cover themselves. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I mean, like, yeah. uh, you know, people may not know from being disqualified. It's not that many people get disqualified from events. Uh, you don't get any prizes of any kind, including no. pro points, planeswalker points, or cash. So yeah. I, you know, my team won won that round. I would have got a thousand dollars. The the two lads both got it. I don't get it. I don't get the pro points that I would have got from playing in the event. Yeah, God. Um, I would love to have those things back, but I would also love my name cleared more than anything else. Yeah, yeah that's when the name was like, yeah. the the prizes are irrelevant at this point. Um, so yeah, no action is one thing that can happen. Uh, another thing that can happen is a warning letter where they say, "Very bold, don't do that again." Okay. Uh, and then the third thing is suspension time, which yeah. can be any increment of time that they like. I think really okay. Six to I think it goes in six month increments, maybe. Um, I think they've there are three months suspensions as well. Maybe oh, really? I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay, I'm not. I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, I would not be happy with that. But I'm gonna proceed as if that's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I, I think, think you have to, right? Like you yeah. have no reason yeah. to think that it would. Yeah, like, yeah. So that's the the only reason that I can think that it would is that there is like in terms of actual substantial evidence, there is no more than what I gave to the judge, which is I promise I didn't cheat. I wasn't trying to cheat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So maybe if they're only looking at that, but if they look into my character and get references from people, then that bodes well for me, I suppose. Sure, yeah. I'm sure for real cheaters, there is also people who will stand up for their character. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that's that's what's going to happen. That'll come back in, uh, I guess, another nine-ish weeks then, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Sometime around uh, the, the, the middle of February or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe the end and uh, that's it really the next day I got to speak to my opponent and the rest of his team as well yeah and we talked we shook hands I, you know I explained myself as best as I could I, I said really honestly I was not trying to cheat you in any way yeah and my, my Argentina also got into day two mm. and they also finished they also you know uh, lost in their Winning ins for top sixteen, mm-hmm. so they 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 were top thirty two as well, along with Ireland, and uh, from my point of view, at least, I we walked away from the opponents having discussed it, and uh, my my actual opponent in the game said he said to me like we're cool, okay, yeah, we're fine, yeah. I don't know if that means that he believes that I didn't try to cheat him. Or that he believes that I got my just desserts and he's okay with it now. Mm. I don't know what that means, but he was a nice guy. He didn't do anything wrong. He called the judge when the judge needed to be called. Yeah. Um, and that's it, really. Yeah. Um, and we had a chat about it and it was fine. Like, we mm. left on good terms, shook hands. Okay, that's good. Okay. Uh, another thing, I suppose, before we finish is that... Um, there was an article that went up on the Magic Judges blog where a judge who witnessed the whole thing uh, wrote an article about... The, basically, the point of the article is escalating a situation to the head judge. Yeah. That's the point of the article, which is fine. And it's fair enough that this article was... Or, or it's fair enough that this situation was escalated to the head judge. But there are a couple of things that were said in the article that kind of were a bit strange to me, where, like, basically... Uh, the the author of the article, which is Kevin Desprez, who is a, who's a well known judge, mm-hmm. um, uh, like I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm not going to conceal his name because his name is literally yeah, on the yeah, article. Yeah, I can't yeah, really yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be in the show notes. I'll link the article. And uh, again, no ill will towards anyone in the situation. Mm, no. I'm just no. sad that I wasn't given the benefit of the debt. That's all. Yeah. Um, 
So he talked about like orange flags, which I did, is not actual judge speak. I think he was just using it as a metaphor in the article of, well, here's a point. Yeah. Which indicates let's push this towards the head judge. And one of them was my opponent saying that my mistake was weird, which I think is kind of unfair. I think it's, I think it's very unfair to be honest. Um, so there's, so he said, and I'm not saying that my opponent was trying to get me disqualified or no, anything like no, that no, no, at all. Yeah. It's it's fine to say that for my opponent to say that mistake was weird, but then for the judges to take that as a data point, I think is kind of unfair. Yeah, like your opponent can think it's weird. That's completely legitimate. But yeah. like you guys are playing in a high stakes environment. You're both probably nervous. Yeah. You're like neither of you are in you know a relaxed state of mind. Yeah. So like, like everything I did that weekend was weird. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. like in one of the limited rounds, my opponent played a. What's the four mana um, pious interdiction mm. on one of my pirates? And I had a, a siren storm tamer out, yeah. and so it resolved. And he targeted my pirate, and I was just like, "Yeah, sure." And he was like, he stopped for a second. He was expecting me to sacrifice my siren storm tamer to give my thing mm. right, right. hexproof or whatever. And he was like, "Okay." Yeah. And he just slid it over, and I was like, Damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> "Stupid mistakes yeah. happen," you know. That's basically my point there. Sorry, what were you yeah. saying? I, I was just saying, yeah, like it, like. Just because one of the players in this like heated situation thinks it's weird, is is like that's not that's not uh, unbiased, you know. And uh, in the article, he says um, the opponent may be biased when they say yeah, so he spelled it out. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. may be biased, which is like there is no possible way that the person directly involved in this situation is not biased. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. whether it's a World Magic Cup match where you're playing Unless for top thirty two, or whether yeah. you're playing at F and M or the kitchen table, yeah. if you're directly involved in the game, then your opinion is biased either way. Very yeah. Just, yeah. 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 So I I really didn't like that part of the article. I do understand what they mean in that. You know, you listen to the players and you take their opinion on board. Yes, yes. But for that to be one of the two flags that he mentions in terms of uh, why it should be escalated or or seriously considered to be escalated to the head judge, mm. I thought that was a, that felt a little weak. Yeah, yeah. Especially when they, especially when they didn't elaborate on what weird was. It's like I, I was full on expecting them to be. Oh yeah, and then you wanted to elaborate and say, "Oh, well, because usually it does this and this and all these other reasons." But it just ended there. This and I mean, considering the mistake happened on my turn three, like, and this was our first game, my opponent doesn't know my play pattern or how I play. No. And like they said, like, "Oh, I pa- I played my top land and passed the turn quickly." I was like, "Well, my turn was over." <laughs> yeah, there's, no, there's nothing else you can do on that this is. turn. Bye bye. <laughs> yeah, and like to me, the, the most annoying part about this to me really is that. If you had cheated like this, Wolf, it would have been the stupidest cheat that you yeah, never exactly. would have gotten away with. Right? Like, we haven't talked yeah, about yeah, that. Exactly. It's such an obvious thing. I don't think that's really a, a good defense. Really. It's not. But, like, when you consider the situation that there's, like, not even two people at the table, there are six people at the table who can notice you make this <laughs> yeah. mistake, as well as several... And judges everywhere. <laughs> and judges everywhere. Like, if you were going to try and cheat at, like, a high-profile event, like... Like, would you do it on turn three when there's like the board is so simple to track and this is just obviously not what the card says and it's yeah. your only play on your turn? Like, it's it would be incredibly stupid to try and cheat like that if you wanted to cheat. Please, DCI, don't ban me for telling people how to cheat. But like, come on. No, but I, I mean, like, it's incredibly stupid to accidentally discuss. Yes, the it is. Sure, it is. Sure. So, yeah, like, yeah. I, 
I did a stupid thing. No, for sure. So, I know, but it's just like that was just driving me crazy, honestly, yeah, for a little I, while. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, again, it's not a good excuse of like, oh, that's a stupid, that's a bad cheat. But no, like, like I'm not scolding you because you're not good enough at cheating. Obviously, <laughs> that wouldn't really be good. Yeah. yeah. But yes, I I do agree that it would be kind of a silly cheat. Yeah. Or a silly way to try to cheat. Yeah. Yeah, so that was that's basically my experience, and this 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 uh, episode of the podcast basically serves as my my story, basically of mm. of what happened. I guess yeah. for people who are curious, because I know people are always so curious about DQs. Yeah. Um, and obviously, people were rabid for it because there were so many more comments on mine than on the other guys. Because obviously, like they got their they got their fill with mine almost. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, oh, the reverse made you cute. No, I don't care yes. that much. Yeah, well, yeah. So there, in the other disqualification, the guy did come out very quickly as well and post yeah, he made a yeah, full statement about what actually what happened. So mm. yeah, so yeah. you post you posted a, a, a statement, but it was on the Irish Magic Facebook group. It wasn't you didn't which post. are the people that I care about. So yeah, like, I don't exactly. care about all the people. On yeah, Reddit, so. yeah, yeah. And we, I think you believe you did have several Irish players who posted on the Reddit thread and kind yeah, of that, and clarified some people some things that were people were talking about in the comments yeah. but yeah. Uh, I don't think it would have been a good idea for you to post on that Reddit thread to be honest like I think it would no my emotions were too idea. high at that moment to yeah. be posting coherently on things so uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah for the podcast going forward we're basically going back to normal from next week I guess yeah um, and I'm I'll be back to normal playing yeah. next week PQs, stuff like that. I'm really glad to hear because I honestly didn't know before we started recording what you decided whether you were going to keep playing or not. Yeah, so. well, if if the decision does come back as a ban, then I probably won't <laughs> continue to play. But we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll um, always have mind magic. We'll always have mind magic. Yes. Yeah. Or unstable. Just play unstable, right? Uh, no, I think I'm still banned from that. Yeah. <laughs> if you're if you're actually include silver, you're banned from everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But anyway, I'm just gonna keep going as normal I guess and uh, again sorry for missing a week we just had to collect our thoughts I mean it's the first week we've missed so I, th- I think it's a pretty good reason to yeah I mean we were off. just talking about how we exactly. never miss a week yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> aren't we great we never miss oh sorry yeah. see you next week yeah. oopsie doodle uh, yeah so that's that's basically it I don't, don't think I have much more to say about it no, yeah. uh, uh, I have anything. Yeah, no, I, I think um, that was definitely just coherent, and I feel like so many of like the questions people were asking. So the, the following day, uh, I was at a, a PPQ in Avon, and like that was like I think we've addressed all the questions people were asking like about it. Okay. What people were speculating on, like we've hit that, all those points. That's basically what we're trying to do yeah, here. Exactly. Yeah. We're not trying to promote ourselves or anything like that. We're no. just trying to give people information because people are curious about these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. And then, of course, to anybody who's listening and wants to reach out for any reason at all, you can do that. You can reach out to me personally on Facebook if you want, if you know me on Facebook, or if you want to reach out to the, 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 email, address. the email address for the podcast, it's skullcrackpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And this is about any, any for any reason that you want, like just any question that you want to ask or whatever. Yeah. Don't ask for the, the article text for Charter Course, please. No. That's all I, I ask. This, I have it. You have it here. <laughs> oh my god. This is it. This is the one. This is the charter course. This is the charter course. Yeah. It's in the top loader. It's in Jesus. the top loader and an inner sleeve. God. I'm going to do something with it. I don't really know what. No matter what happens, I'm going to do something with it. Yeah. Because this is obviously an important card to me now. Yeah. 
It's um, a good one. It's a good card. Yeah, yeah. it's a very good card. Yeah. I have so many charter courses. <laughs> I have so many of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> open so many uh, boxes of Ixalan and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good memento to have. Yeah, yeah. It's so like, anyway. what was it? Sorry, Chris Pakula had a card he kept in his wallet. For what I was yeah, he, yeah, he misplayed something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he could have won, and that would have given him his fourth Pro Tour top eight or something like that, or his right. third, and would have basically cinched him for yeah. Hall of Fame. Um, yeah. So I guess that's it. Okay. Well, we'll be back next week with a. Regularly uh, scheduled. Yeah, yeah. Back, back, to, crack. back to normal. Yes. Yeah. We'll have a lot to discuss. Yeah. Exactly. We'll have a, we'll have our, a groovy music back. Yeah. For yeah. Playing in, playing out. Indeed. All right. Sorry. All right. Bye. Bye-bye.